What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today I am joined by special guest. Well, not really. Eh, well, not new, but Christina from the Cinemania page. You know what I mean? Like, special guests is like. Special. special guests is like, you know, new people or like, you know, you know, interviews special and all people. that. I, I Listen, you're very special. Wow. Yeah. Very special wow. in all of our hearts. Um, no, you, no, it doesn't work anymore. Well, I'm, I'm, listen, okay, I'm sorry. All right, um, uh, we are back, actually. This is actually a big deal. We're back with the live show, Cinemania Live. Back at you again tonight on its late Friday night. Um, very late. Very, very late Friday night. We are going to be talking about some of our favorite kid-friendly Halloween movies to watch this time of year. If you're a family, or if you have a family and you have a couple of kids running around and you can't watch Michael Myers bash people's people's head in, uh, we have come up with a list of family-friendly Halloween movies to watch. I have a bunch. I'm sure Christina has a bunch. So, yeah, first things first. Um, Christina, how you doing? Oh, I am just fan fucking fantastic, Dwayne. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I um before we start with the with the um the Halloween movies, I there was some breaking news. Well, I don't know if you want to call it breaking, but like, uh, you know, it's a it's newsworthy. Um, it has nothing to do with like Halloween or anything. But uh, Catherine Langford, who plays Hannah from Thirteen Reasons Why, was cast um, in Avengers Four. No shit. Yeah, did you hear about that? It was like brand. Like I heard about it when I woke up a couple of hours ago. Who is she? Um, the one from um, you mean like who she? You remember the one from um, Thirteen Reasons Why? The um, the main chick. No, yeah, I know the actress, but like, who is she in Avengers? It's a mystery role, which is like I'm really everyone's like speculating. You know what I mean? So I don't. Okay. Like I would be kind of bummed if it was like just some random like you know person. And stuff like that, but if it's a mystery role, I'm, it leaves me very curious. But I don't want to get my hopes up too much because that's like how you like you know fuck shit up. But people were yeah. because Avengers four, it's it's it is gonna be like the events after after um Infinity War. Um, it's gonna be the right. events after that, but it's gonna be at least a couple years. Um, after that, all those events, you know what I mean? Like it's oh, not gonna it's not gonna weird. Yeah, that's what it's like. They said like someone said like five years after Infinity War. Um, no shit. I, I I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna. I don't I don't know how much I like that idea because I would have loved just seen it picked right back up, you know. And like, does that mean that it took yeah. five? It, it it took Captain Marvel five years to get there. You know what I mean? It just wouldn't really make sense to me if they did that. But I know. But what I notice is that like the big thing. As far as the plot, as far as the plot for for Avengers Four is like time travel, you know what I mean. So, Good. time they're gonna have this time travel thing, so they can go either go they 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 can they can either go really really into the future, or they can go really really back to the past, you know, to stop all these Infinity Stones from getting out there in the first place, you know. Um, that's yeah. what I'm hearing is the main is the main plot of the next movie. So, a couple of people brought these kind of scenarios up, 
where if they go into the future, it could she could potentially be playing uh, Tony Stark and Pepper Potts' like you know kid. Oh. Yeah, you know what okay, I mean. Like that's s- somebody brought that up, and then someone brought up uh, someone what someone brought up like an older version of Cassie Lang. Now Cassie Lang is uh, Ant Man's daughter, the one in the Ant Man movies, and in the comic books, when she gets older, she turns she is she becomes a superhero named Stature. Um. Like, you know, like mini ant, well, like ant girl or something like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. someone said that and I was like, oh, that'll be cool. Because then because the, the person who who's like responsible for all the, you know, time travel is Ant-Man because he can go into the quantum realm. So, I mean, that would make sense. And then somebody said, like, maybe a new superhero that we've never seen before from the comics. I'm not sure who, which one, because um, with the with the exception of like She-Hulk, all Mar, you know, the Disney already has pretty much all of the uh, female heroes. I mean, they're still, you know, yeah. Miss Miss Marvel and a couple of the X Men. But the X Men, you know, they're not done with Fox yet. But um, someone was also, this is interesting too. Someone said that it could um, be, what's his name, uh, Hawkeye's daughter. Uh, Hawkeye's daughter, she becomes like a, she becomes an archer as well, and her name is, uh, Kate Bishop, so, I don't know, so many speculations are, like, are, like, going around of who she could be playing, I think everyone's just getting, like, really excited, because she's, like, you know, she's not really one of those, eh, you can just make her whatever you want and leave her alone, she, she is a well-known actress at this point, you know what I mean? Um, the show kind of skyrocketed her to this level where she's a well-known actor, which is why this news is like all over the place. So like, I know I've been rambling, but what are your thoughts on those news before we start our show? I'm like, I'm taken off guard. Like I'm always surprised by the casting of like superhero movies. Like I'm always like, Oh, Oh, that, that person, like they're obviously very talented. Like I just, it's like, who is it? Um, Elizabeth uh, Olsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she took me off guard. Like I was looking at her in Avengers, and I was like, she looks familiar, mm-hmm. but I can't put my finger on it. And I looked up like on IMDb, and I was like, oh, she's an Olsen. And I was like, I didn't know. Like I just, I don't know. It's, uh, it makes sense in my brain for me to be confused about the casting for um, this Catherine girl. Wait, yeah. what's her name? It's Catherine, right? Catherine, Sorry. yeah, Catherine Langford. Yes, I I loved her in 13 Reasons Why. I thought she was fantastic. I think mm-hmm. she's gorgeous and talented. And, oh my God, I just, I can see her in, like, any of those roles. Because, like, we've seen her, like, play the character of, like, a victim. So now it's time yeah. for her to be, like, a badass superhero. Like, yeah. I want to see her, like, kick some ass and, like, yes. take, take some names. Like, yes, like, I'm I, so... Damn, like, like, who is she playing? I want to know who she's playing. Yeah, right now. it's it's a mystery role, but I'm so listen. I'm so I'm so down for this. Like I have always said, with whatever you think about the show, you know, whatever your thought, because the show is very like st- split down the middle. Down the middle, either you like it or you hate it. You know what I mean? So whatever your feelings yeah. about the show, season one and season two, I personally liked season one. Even, you know, I, I would have done the story a little bit differently, but I did not like season two. I didn't think season two was good. But I think, I think, 
what you can't not deny is that Dylan Minnette and especially Catherine Langford are the two stars of of this of that show. They they bring it and whatever script they're given, they put their all into it. This was Catherine Langford, Dylan. Dylan Minnette, he's been acting for years, you know, and this was like Catherine Langford's first like project, you know what I mean? Like uh, 13 Reasons yeah. Why. And I noticed what I love, what I love about Marvel and the Disney whole universe kind of thing is like whatever you feel, you know, no matter what you feel about their like those movies, whether you think it's too childish or, the, you know, they're all the same, um, they the, the way they they cast all of their casting has significance and they either go out for the you know for the the um the well-known oscar-nominated emmy-nominated actor or actress or they'll go for someone literally unknown you know what i mean so like for example black panther black panther Chadwick Boseman was very known because he's done he's done a lot of biopics and stuff. And then Michael B. Jordan, who plays Killmonger, of course he's very known. But then they had a character named Mbaku. Um, Mbaku, Black Panther was his first movie, and then Infinity War was his second movie. You know what I mean? So they do these things yeah. where they'll get these well-known characters, but then they'll also get these characters that no one's that you know these people and these faces that no one's ever seen before. And I'm a huge advocate for give everyone a chance. And you know, Hell there's yeah. a there's a bunch of actors and actresses out there on the market. There's no reason why you can't you can't have new faces, which is why I'm so tired of The Rock and him in every movie you know what i mean because there's so many people who can probably who can probably play his role better but you know what people what studios bank on is oh who's gonna make us the most money the rock the rock um not really when it came to skyscraper but like that's what i love that marvel goes out and get these new faces and even though she's like she's relatively known for her netflix show this can be like another platform for her to like for her to like you know um evolve as an actress you know and i love that yeah i'm yeah so maybe her being like a mystery character like do you think they're ever going to announce like who she is before the movie or do you think she's gonna like pop out out of nowhere and ever, the crowd's gonna be like so that's a good question because like what they're very known for is like they're known for um keeping secrets for the most part you know so either it's two things either they do like you know say who she is and just show her in all the trailers or whatever or we or there's like a trailer that comes out for the movie and she's like a quick shot of her you know what i mean okay now if they yeah like if they show her in the trailer then she has to be an important character if she's just in the movie whatever bye you know what i mean but if they show her in the actual trailer then i have to believe that she's an important character um that's why i'm just like and i and i and i feel like she's an important character because she's not just just this random person off the street that they have i feel like she is gonna be a significant character not so to the story but maybe to someone's plot someone's like you know storyline at least yeah and um yeah because they wouldn't just leave her in a mystery role because if, if it was something like oh Catherine langford has been cast as like annie in avengers you know what i mean then i'd be like uh, uh. but it's a mystery role that they're, they're, it's under um, keeping her role under wraps which is what which is what's so interesting you know what i mean 
So yeah. I would hope they don't like stick her as like someone's irrelevant girlfriend. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like if she's just some random throwaway character, I'll be very, I'll be like really, really disappointed because I think yeah. like I think she has so much chops that she can, you know, she has so much like like range as an actress. So if you just put her in this nothing role, I'll be very disappointed. But I, I'm honestly leaning to the whole Hawkeye, um, Archer dude, Jeremy Renner. I'm actually leaning to him, to her being his daughter. I'm leaning to that because I'm thinking of her, like, her, like, how she can get really emotional in a lot of scenes easily for her, you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking about, like, a scenario that Thanos does the snap and Hawkeye's, half of Hawkeye's family's gone. And it's just Hawkeye and his daughter, you know what I mean? Um, and he, and he trains her, you know what I mean? And she becomes the, you know, she becomes like his, like his, like, you know, like his, his partner and stuff like that. I would love to see something like that. That I I think that'll be interesting and stuff. And then another couple of news involving Avengers is Kevin Feige did say that we will, we will get the trailer before the end of the year. So yeah, I'm just, yeah, I hope she's an, I hope she's an important character, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I wanted to talk about that a little bit um, before we started the actual show, but let's get right into it. So, we'll name off some of our favorite kid-friendly Halloween movies. Um, I think Disney Channel is like this is like the best time to watch Disney Channel um, for me, just because they show a bunch of these movies and stuff, or just like you know ABC or a Freeform. And all that stuff. A lot of these channels show it. All these, all these kind of movies. So, what are some of your favorites off the bat? Like, what are some of your like favorite kid-friendly movies that you've watched when you're growing up? You still watch to this day and stuff like that. Literally, like, okay, name anything by Tim Burton, and there you go. That's half my list right there. <laughs> That's actually like ninety percent of my list. I have like every Tim Burton movie on it, um, and obviously Hocus Pocus, like. You can't have a Halloween list and not have Hocus Pocus on it. Yeah. Um, Casper. I freaking love Casper with Christina Ritchie. Mm-hmm. Good God. I used to, I used to like, idolize Christina Ritchie's character because she was so dark and, like, weird. Yeah, but, she's like, great. Nice. Yeah, she's great and at I those, yeah. Like, yeah, she's great at those. And then, okay, yeah, so... Going off of that, obviously, like, the Addams Family, um, uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Um, just, like, literally, Beetlejuice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Alice in Wonderland, obviously, it's not really Halloween-y, but, like, it's one of my favorite Tim Burton movies, and anything Tim Burton-related is Halloween-related. By the transitive property, so um, <laughs> Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Frank and Weenie, just random. Um, <laughs> I I I I love Tim Burton and I love Hocus Pocus. Casper for me, I really enjoyed as a kid. Like I've always wanted to just be Casper for some reason. Like I didn't care about him turning into an actual boy at the end. Like I want to be this fucking. Go- I want to be this fucking ghost. Um, ASAP. Yeah. Like ASAP and stuff thought he was great i thought that movie was great then they did all these sequels and it was kind of a mess but like i liked the when yeah. the uh the one with lizzie mcguire um hillary duff i thought that was a, I thought that one was okay everything else was just trash but um yeah. 
for me, of course, is Halloween Town. Um, I Halloween Town has like a very, very special place in my heart. That was one of the first like Hello Kid Halloween kind of movies that I've ever watched as a kid, and I've always yeah. enjoyed it. You know, what I mean, to the core. I just love the theme. They scare me. Really? Like I, I, I was never. I was more scared of the second one. It kind of freaked me out. The first one didn't really. Um, the second one did. I thought. The, I thought the first one. It's cheesy, but in a fun way. So it never really like freaked me out. I just thought it was a really fun movie, and the concept was really cool. Um, yeah. Debbie Reynolds is just great and stuff like that. And then um, uh, Kimberly J. Brown is just the heart of that whole you know franchise. And stuff like until they got a new actress, I hated that. But um, yeah, they just thought they could just throw that in. Yeah, like, oh god, I hated that's that. That's not something you can just do. Yeah, I hated that so much. I love Halloween Town. The first one is like I own the first two movies. Um, to me, that's the that's those are the only good ones. I mean, I Halloween Town High was fine. It was just like yeah. they tried yeah. to go. You know, it it was made. The problem with that one for me was that it was made in the times of like, you know, movies are starting to get like more high tech. So the bag was like CGI, you know, and stuff like that. So it was just yeah. like, and all the monsters and creatures and ghouls and all that was CGI. And I was like, no, the the great thing about Halloween Town is just everything's practical effects. And. You know, it looks like some. It looks like you know you can walk down the street, see a guy with a monster face, and it's normal. You know what I mean? Um, I yeah. just thought Halloween Town High. They just try to make everything so, you know, modern and CGI this and CGI back and going into this portal and all that shit. So I thought it was fine. I just didn't think it was that great. Um, Calabar's Revenge. I think that's a really good sequel. Um, when oh, his yeah. yeah, when his son comes back or whatever, that's a really good sequel. I think that was really good. And then it was like so depressing because when you go back to Halloween Town, it's like this regular town, and I was like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like I was. Yeah. It was so depressing to watch Halloween Town. This fun, loving Halloween. Like I would, I would live there in a heartbeat. But seeing it go back to normal, I was so bummed. And then. Like we were saying earlier, the return of Halloween Town was just dumb. Like, oh my, there's not enough, there's, and there's nothing I like in that movie at all. Um, yeah. Like, it was... I only, like, really, I only really watched, like, the first, well, I watched them all, but, like, the only one I watched, like, more than once, like, religiously almost, was, like, the first one and the second one. Like, the other ones I probably watched, like, once and was like, eh, I'd Go back to the first one. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm the same way. I was just like, no, nah, nah. I mean, Halloween Town High, like, seeing them all return was fun. Everybody's grown up. It was cool. Then when it got to the story elements of it, I was just like, nah. It was this guy with a ring. It was dumb. Um, yeah. And then they try to cap it. Like, I think this is when, like, Disney, Disney was, like, scrummaging through what they had in their library because this was, like, when they was getting, like bad in a way so they were just doing all these reboots of old stuff that people loved and it just wasn't working and then they and that's why they did the return you know return to halloween town and Kimberly j brown didn't didn't return you know she was kind of over at that point you know she's older now yeah. she, has, she had a kid and, but then it's like and then they got this new actress and she was fine it's just it's not halloween town you know 
Um, yeah. It was just, and it was barely in Halloween Town. It was just like it was. They were in a college. It was dumb. Um, yeah. It was dumb. Um, you got any other favorites besides the Tim Burton stuff? I mean, all of the Tim Burton stuff, obviously, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, Hocus Pocus, definitely. Uh, Mo- oh, Monster House, that was on my list. Oh, Monster House is pretty good. I love Monster was, House. I yeah, I fucking love Monster House. And then, do you remember um, the show on uh, Cartoon Network? It was called um, what was it? Scary, scary Godmother? Was that it? Was yeah. That? Oh wait, scary I'm Godmother. I it think. had like it was like really bad animation. It was like right when they started doing like 3D animation, and it was yeah. so terrible. I don't remember, but, but it, it, it's it. it's in there. It's like in the back of my head. Um, yeah, hold on. Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure it was Scary Godmother, but yeah. that might just be the character name. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to remember. No, I don't remember that well. But um, I agree. Yep, I think that Monster. Was it. Yeah, that 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 was it. Um, I think that Monster. Was I think Monster House is literally one of the best animated movies. Um, oh, so I good. loved. It. I love that movie, and I, I've been trying to. Re- oh my God. I've been like trying to rewatch oh. it, but I haven't got the the time to yet. But yeah. You gotta. I was. <laughs> I remember as a kid. Um. There's this one scene when they, they, they like, just enter the house and the um, chandelier is hanging down. And um, she goes, oh, that must be the monster's uvula or something. Like, talking about the thing in the back of the throat that hangs down. And um, this, the kid goes, oh, so it's a girl house. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't understand it. And I turned to my mom and I was like what does that mean? Like, what's a uvula? And she's like, it sounds like, it sounds like something else that, um, only girls have. And I was like, I don't know what she means. And like, now that I'm older, I'm like, she means a uterus, honey. Like, get educated on your own body. (laughs) Oh my oh, god! Like yeah, that's like the I love when move like those kid movies had those subtle remarks for adults to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Toy Story yeah. does that. A Toy Story does that a lot, and like a lot of a lot of those. You know, I'm always a big fan of all that stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, I think another like one of my another one of my favorites, and it's like it's kind of under it's kind of like under the radar a little bit. But there's this Disney Channel movie um, that they show every year. It's actually on demand right now. I watched it the other day. Again, I watch it every year. I try to around this time. Um, it's called Phantom of the Megaplex, and what? yeah, it's about like I've a. i I know most people haven't. Like it's about like a kid, a kid who works at a movie theater. And there's this, like, guy in, like, a phantom mask, like, harassing everyone. You know what I mean? And he has this, like, creepy laugh. He has this creepy laugh. Like, it was just, it's it's a cheesy, horrible acting, like, horrendous acting. But I love it for some reason. It's, like, literally one of my cult favorites. Um, I watch it every year. I I love it. I don't know why I love it so much. I just really like it. I, I thought, you know... It just takes me back to those simpler times when you're just like a kid watching these movies. You know what I mean? 
um yeah. you know and like mom's in the kitchen or whatever's going on in the house you're just watching these movies around this time you go to school on monday elementary or whatever and it's just like it was one of those movies that i watched a lot when i was a kid and i remember one time like i remember my mom used to work like late nights you know so my yeah. mom never used she, she used to get into the house by like 10 o'clock so and i used to be home alone it was like when i was like i was i used to be like eight or nine probably and um i would come home from school and then I'll be home until she gets home that night. So she'll have the food ready or whatever like that. But it was just it was just like me and my mom at that time. And I, I remember I remember being on Disney Channel clicking through what was on and then that movie was on. It had just started like the opening scenes and all that stuff. And I watched it and I was like so freaked out at the creepy laugh, you know. But then, like, yeah. throughout, yeah, as the years went by, I just ended up loving it because, like, I just love, I loved, I don't know, I just loved something about it. The characters were fun. It was, like, a brother, a sister, and then the little brother, and the mom, and then the, you know, the school characters, like, the movie theater characters and all that stuff. It was cool. It was a fun movie. Yeah. Um, You ever watch those movie that movie Twitches? Yeah. With, um, <laughs> with, uh, what was the name of those twins? I'm, I'm, wow. Yeah, um, and then I'm sure you're a huge fan of The Corpse Bride. And oh st- my god, you have no idea. Yeah, um. Definitely one of my favorite Tim Burton movies ever. Yeah, Just I agree. in general, one of my favorites. I agree. Is another one, I'm, I'm looking on my letterbox list, because like, I made, tw- I did 20 movies that I love. Um, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire is one of my favorites. Um, Hotel Transylvania is like one of my favorites. The first one, uh, Beetlejuice, Paranorman, uh, Casper, of course, Hocus Pocus, The Addams Family, a lot of these movies. Um, do you remember? Do you remember when Disney Channel and Nickelodeon used to have those Halloween type of shows, like episodes of shows? Like when they would have like 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 a sh- like a Lizzie McGuire like Lizzie McGuire or the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody oh. they'll have those special like, like Halloween a, like episodes yeah like a yeah. Halloween episode you know what I mean um, yeah this 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 one like one of my favorites it's not a Halloween episode but it's like a freaky episode do you remember that so raisin that that's so raisin Jesus do you remember that so raven they had this babysitter. Ah, I forget the name of the lady, but it was this lady that they called the pushover all the time. No, I don't. The, I love that so Raven, so I'm surprised. She was I like, it was this cre- it was just like scary episode, and it was kind of like a, pl- it was kind of like a play, like a you know, like a kid episode of like Psycho, the movie Psycho and stuff. And they had this music every time she came on screen, to, you know, and um. I love that episode because like it was like a scary episode and stuff like that. But I used to love when Nickelodeon and Disney Channel shows, Cartoon Network shows, when they would have those like Halloween type of episodes and stuff like that. Those were like always my favorites as well too. I love the um, the Sweet Life special when they spent the night in that haunted room. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. I've seen that like so many times. Yeah, I remember that too. I was like, oh. Uh. uh... Uh, Chupacabra. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it had the the vampire band. Yes, yeah, yeah I agree. That, no, what is it? The Hex Girls. The Hex Girls. Oh yeah, my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to swear, love those. the Hex Girls. The Hex Girls definitely like turned me gay. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is like such a nostalgic episode and stuff. I'm I it. love. Okay, anything Scooby Doo related, I'm just obsessed with. Like. I love the classic Scooby-Doo, and I love what's new Scooby-Doo, and mm-hmm. anything after that was shit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so, like, anything Scooby-Doo related, I'm just obsessed with. Like, I loved the original Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, like, the from the 60s and shit. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, the next one after that was, like, what's new Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. and anything after what's new Scooby-Doo was just awful. Like... They had so many good movies with, like, the animation of What's New Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. The movies I would watch over and over and over and over again. And then they came out with that, like, that new, like, Scooby-Doo thing with, like, they were kids. And that, I used to watch that, but, like, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I just watched it because it was Scooby-Doo related. And I was like, I can't not like Scooby-Doo. Like, I don't understand this feeling. And then after that, it just kind of all went downhill. And, yeah. But did, yeah, the, um, the Scooby-Doo movies with the Hex Girls were the best. Did you ever, like, did you ever, uh, what were your thoughts on, like, the live-action Scooby-Doo movie? Like, when they, oh, like, <laughs> the, um, you know, when they were, like, you know, actual actors and shit? I know the second I one was, was like, trash. Um, the first one? What? I'm blanking on the first one, but I remember hating the second one. Oof. Are you serious? I'm very serious. I was obsessed with those. Oof. Oh my god. I, okay. I, I remember watching it as a kid and like being obsessed with Daphne just because she was like gorgeous and strong and brilliant. And then um, the, the live action Daphne brought to like right in the, in the beginning of the new, of the first movie, um, the reporter, like, Daphne obviously, like, gets captured and stuff, and the reporter calls her out on it, she goes, you're literally so useless, you don't do anything in the group, like, who even are you, like, mm-hmm. you don't come up with the plans, you're just bait, mm-hmm. and, um, you're the damsel in distress and, sh- and shit, yeah. and then, um, by the end of the movie, we, like, kind of figure out that she's, like, a freaking karate master, and she's just, like, she's not just a damsel in distress, like, she's this strong character who's like like really under okay i'm like going way deep here it's okay no go ahead like her character arc was really good which you're right you're right it was really good in that movie um i agree yeah so i I love the live action scooby-doo i agree and i love the second one I, I hate, hate it. you, but I love the second one. I hated the second one. I was like, what is happening with this? But it was like Sarah Michelle Gellar who was playing um, um, one of those characters. The one in the purple she played. Um, Daphne. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. and all them and stuff like that. Yeah. It was, it's, a, it's a fun. And then the guy from Scream. Um, um, what's the fuck's his name? Michael something. But. Yeah, yeah, the guy who played, he played, I'm just forgetting his, like, the actor's name, but he's in oh, it, okay, yeah. um, he's in it, and stuff like that, and I didn't, I never realized, once I got older, that Shaggy was this high, it was like a character who was always high, 
which is hilarious. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize that either. I thought he was cool. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I thought that's how you have to be when you were cool and stuff like that. But he's just high as fuck. <laughs> but um, that's also that's one of my favorites too. The first one I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, there's not really like as far as now and today, it's just not like it's not popping anymore. As far as the kid Halloween kind of movies, um. It's just like even, I also just don't watch a lot of kid shows anymore. Yeah, like, but like even in like movie theaters, dude, I mean, all they really have right now is like, I mean, they have those Goosebumps movies, but I'm just whatever. Um, they have um, Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, I that was like fantastic. Yeah, but then like it, okay, so that that could have been a Halloween movie, but it was released in the summer and it was called Summer Vacation. The fuck is that? You know, I'm just like, it's not, it's not Halloween no more. So what am I supposed to watch during yeah. the Halloween season, like areas and seasons or whatever? I'll just keep going to the old, I'll just keep going to the old ones and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that is our listing of favorite kid Halloween shows. Make sure you guys Wait. check all that stuff out. Wait. What? What's up? Wait, you know what we didn't list? What? The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know, she loves, for someone who loves Tim Burton. I was literally naming off, like, all the Tim Burton movies except the one that is like, this is Halloween. <laughs> There's a song called This is Halloween. And I didn't, <laughs> oh my god. I'm so sorry, Tim Burton. I'm, I'm, I'm blasphemous. No, um, that was a good, no, that's okay, a good yeah, one. So, let's just throw in Nightmare Before Christmas before we bounce out because <laughs> now I want to die <laughs> um what today's date october 27th so uh we're getting into some of the um end of the year movies coming up before next year is there before we get off air is there any movies coming up this year that you st- or like movies that have passed recently that you've had that you haven't seen yet and i sh- that you want to see or anything Not like Halloween related, but like I yeah, just, just any really movies, yeah. See... Okay, I'm pumped for two movies right now: um, Bohemian Rhapsody and Fantastic Beasts: Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh yeah, I should have known those would be your answers. Bohemian Rhapsody like, is like right around the corner. Two I see. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody like, is like so next pumped. week. That's like next week, I believe. Um, Alex and I can try to check that out in Dolby Theater because Dolby is like. We saw a Star Is Born in the, in, the, in the Dolby Theater, and Dolby theaters are just like amazing for like music. Oh, that must for be like, fantastic. yeah, for like music kind of movies, they're like the best. Um, I know Aquaman is coming out soon. It's gonna and then oh, like yeah. a lot of the um a lot of the uh, like Oscar kind of movies are starting to come out as well. Um, I still want to see, and then I still want to see uh, Mary Poppins. Um, with Emily Blunt. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Oh yeah. my god. I want to see that really bad. With um the the new one with Mary Poppins. The new one with Emily Blunt's coming out in December. That should be fun. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree though. Bohemian Rhapsody, Fantastic Beasts. I'm 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 intrigued to see what else um J.K. Rowling is doing for as far as that script and how it's gonna lead into the more Harry Potterish movies. You think you think she's gonna make? You think she's gonna ever want to like write a script for um, the Cursed Child book that she did a few years back? I I haven't no, read it. I, I mean, she she 
wrote the um she wrote the um the play, right? Yeah, and she and she's and she's the she's the screenwriter for the Fantastic Beast movies, which is really cool. Yeah. Um yeah, so I'm just I don't, well, I mean, probably down the road, I would say when Fantastic Beast is like over and they have their five films, right, she might right, do right. a first child one. Right, yeah. Um I know everyone has been bothering her about um doing like an Order of the Phoenix with like um Harry's parents and like that whole generation. So she, I don't know what she's going to do next after Fantastic Beast is either going to be Cursed Child or Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that'll be um interesting to see what she does next because I know the Harry Potter universe and fan base is still alive and well, you know. Oh, it's so huge. yeah, it's 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 like it's a phenomenon with it that. Is, like it is a well-oiled machine. Yeah, so I know if they if if Warner Brothers um can keep trying to to hammer down on this on this fan base because they're they're itching for more each time you know so um yeah so i'll be really interested to see what they come up with and they and jk rowling seems to be like you know you know just like partnered up with warner brothers for the long run so i'll be excited to see what they do you know um yeah so yeah all right guys uh we're gonna we're gonna name the results of the Twitter poll that I put up on Twitter for this episode. Uh, where is it? We did. I asked, um, which is your favorite kid-friendly Halloween movie? So the nominees, well, the you know, what? options. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, it was on Twitter. Uh, oh Damn crap. It. Um, so the category, the the choices were the Corpse Bride, Halloween Town. Uh, Hocus Pocus and Casper. Uh, Brett from Band Movie Reviews asked about Monster's House, and I completely forgot about Monster House. I love that movie, Brett. So sorry, <laughs> but the the winner the winner was um, Halloween Town with fifty percent. The Corpse Bride got seventeen percent. Hocus Pocus got thirty three percent, and Casper got zero. What the fuck, man? I like hey, Casper. guess what? I just voted, and um, new. New percentiles are coming up. So Halloween Town got forty three percent. Corpse Bride and Hocus Pocus tied for twenty nine percent, and Casper got zero. So yeah, I just saw. So, I thank just God, saw. <laughs> I can't decide between Corpse Bride and Hocus Pocus. So um, Corpse Bride. Yeah, I went with Halloween Town just because I love Halloween Town and it's and it's Bay. Um, then I did uh, I did one for the uh, breaking news that we that we talked about. Who is Catherine Langford gonna be playing in Avengers Four? So twenty one percent of people said Cassie Lang, Ant Man's daughter. Twenty one percent of people said Tony and Pepper's daughter, and then seven seven percent said New Hero, and then fifty percent of people really wanted to be Kate Bishop, which is the uh, daughter of Hawkeye. So I'm I'm kind of hoping it's that too. So I guess we'll have to wait and see, and stuff. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Uh, that is our tenth tenth episode, episode ten of the Cinemania live show. Thank you guys for joining us and always listening. We always appreciate it. Make sure to follow the Cinemania page literally on everywhere now: Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're all there. Uh, you can follow Christina on Twitter as well. I would add her link below. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. Christina, thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Of course, and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye forever. <laughs>